Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast, often imitated, never duplicated, your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. And welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast, live here in studio again this week. And uh, Matt, I want to jump in on this real quick before we introduce our guests tonight. But right there in our theme song, it, it talks about parking it for Brian Clawson. And um, the BC39 just happened. And, and I yeah. got to give a huge shout out to two guys, but one guy in particular. And I understand there's going to be some people call me a homer, call me whatever. But um, Parker Perry, local up-and-coming racer yep. out in North Vernon, man. He, he goes up. He takes some T-shirts up there with him. First of all, gives one to Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson takes a picture with him. I mean, for the tear that Kyle Larson's on to be a be a young kid that is trying to break into that world, that's amazing. But I got to go to Chase Briscoe. We all know who how well Briscoe is with fans and kids. Not only did Briscoe take the T-shirt, he asked Parker to sign it for him right there. And can you imagine wherever Parker ends up, he's got a picture with Chase Briscoe holding – a t-shirt and him getting to sign it as a kid and and hey kudos to chase because wherever parker ends up that thing might be worth some money that's what i was gonna say you don't know where the next superstar comes from <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah, and chase realizes that so i i just gotta give some credit there man that was one of the coolest things i've seen is parker going up there and getting the chance to like i said it, it, not take anything away from lars it was cool he accepted the shirt took a picture with him but for chase to go that extra step and say hey would you sign the shirt for me, Parker? Man, that that's just cool stuff. And uh, so, shout out to Parker Perry and those guys. And uh, excited to see you know where they end up this year. But we do have a very special guest in studio with us. So, yeah. Matt, I'll turn it over to you. In uh, studio tonight, at Slicker Graphics Super Late Model Driver, the number twenty four, Jared Bailey. Jared, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, Jared. Man, I want I want to jump in right here and uh, talk about you picking up a big win this year. Yeah. Um, yes. And, you know, it's one of those that, obviously, there were, there was a lot that happened there. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't really know how else to say it other than just a lot. But I, I just want to say to you, because, you know, everybody wants to speculate and say things, but I, I don't think people realize how hard it is at times to keep yourself in position for when things happen. Yep. And I just want to say, you know, a huge shout out to you, man. You know, keeping yourself in position, keeping digging all night long, um, and picking up that win, man. It had to be a special one. Yeah, it was for sure, man. And and being the the, the Crockett Memorial race was pretty cool too, yeah. man. You know, I remember as a kid, every Saturday we went to Medora Bank with my dad, and if Crockett was out there, we stopped. 
So just kind of one of those things. It was super cool. But yeah, that night was crazy. Um, it was just in my <laughs> night in general, you know, I started off a heat race and missed it bad, ran off a racetrack, went to the tail, come back to second. Um, and it was all over the place. Then in the feature, you know, I was decent, but I was actually getting worse and worse as, as the race went on. Early there, you know, I don't know what lap. I'm going to say like 8 to 15 or something like that. You know, I got up to second pretty quick, I think, like third or fourth lap, and uh, was tracking with Devin and actually was just kind of taking it easy because I knew I was on a little bit softer tire than Devin and uh, kind of hoping for that late restart, and everything was kind of playing out. What I was hoping on, I'd actually, when we got in lap traffic, I'd found a little bit different line um, in lap traffic. I was kind of just sitting there under that caution, going over my head, how can I do this, kind of playing it out in my head. You know, it's going to be a long shot, but if I fly off in here, maybe I can get him uncomfortable for, I only needed it for what, 30 seconds. I just need to get him <laughs> uncomfortable. Maybe I can beat him in the line, you know, kind of that stuff, and then wham, and I'm like, I remember sitting there in the, in the car, just, you know, just calm as could be, just trying to think. And I was like, well, that just happened. <laughs> I mean, we were in the production trailer, and I remember Ryan Bowling going, did that, did that really just happen? Yeah. Like, it, it right. was that moment of like, are we, did we make this up? Or right. like, is it, and just, wow. Yeah, that was... It was the collision heard around the world, man. Yes, yeah. it was. It was, man, and it, it looked bad. And I had a front row spot for it, right? No one seen it any closer than I did. And it, it looked bad. I, I, my opinion is, and I even said it in an interview, I didn't think it was intentional. I mean, I know Devin's put it out there. He, he thought it was intentional. Maybe, maybe he, you know, Mike said it was. I don't know. I've not talked to him. But uh, it definitely, to me, didn't look that way. It just looked like, you know, Devin was trying to keep his tires warm. B. Shelley went off in there. And wham, and then it was just like, holy shit, his tire's going flat now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I I sit in the production trailer. I can't imagine, you know, what Devin went through thinking about it. And I know right. he, he gassed it up a couple times trying to come into one to see, but that thought process of, do I just try to make it work? Do I yeah. try to hold on? And 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 honestly, I'm, I'm probably glad he didn't because it could have ended up with a lot more tore up race cars yeah. trying to block and hold things off. But I, I can't imagine sitting in that car and thinking, I, I may have to try and make this thing work with no yeah. right rear. I mean, so. Yeah, so, you know, I, I remember he stayed out there quite a, quite a bit longer than you're normal when you have a flat. And I'm like, I mean, he's a leader. He has the right. I mean, if he wants to give it a shot, I'm sitting there thinking, what the hell am I going to do? Because <laughs> he what... ain't going to go. You know, no. I, yeah. And how do I not get ran over? And, you know, I was thinking, and then, then, he, then he, you know, then when we all know what happened there, but. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, shit, what, what am I going to do? Am I going to go outside, inside? Are we going to cause a pileup? Is this going to be bad? Well, and that's what, and, and again, same conversation we have in the production trailer. I said, man, if he stays out, he's not going to go, and right. he's going to have to try and block. I right. mean, yeah. and, and rightfully so. And, you know, thinking about you there, I'm thinking, well, Bailey's going to try and figure out a way to get as far away from him as he can. Yeah. But third right. is going to try and do the same thing. I mean, it, it was – it could have been right. an absolute mess to finish the race. But again, I also was sitting there saying I, I couldn't blame him if he tried it yeah, because no. I mean, hell, when you're at that close and it's, you know, one yeah. lap to go, can you hold it on? Yeah. That, that's gotta be a, I don't know what the right word is. A really bad feeling. You know, you've, you've led all but the last two laps. 
you've done everything right. <laughs> You're in good shape. You know, car's good, and he's done he done his job right, and everybody's done their job right, and then wham, you get it taken from you. Man's got to suck. Yeah. Especially when it was no fault of his own. You know, he didn't drive off a racetrack. He didn't hit the uke tire. There wasn't a mistake yeah. made. There wasn't a mistake yeah. made. You know, he just – damn it. And it's got to be harder. And, again, I'm not I'm not picking sides or playing any of that game. It's it, It's got to be harder, too, to swallow. You know, we all know racing incidents happen. Right. And when you're at speed and things happen, that's one thing. It's got to be harder to swallow. Oh yeah, right there. I mean, oh, because yeah, for sure, <laughs> I can understand when we're on the edge of control and, and uncontrolled because that's what we're trying to do. But, but yeah, but to I, not make it all about that. But I did want to say congratulations because you were there, and, and I, I hate when people say, "Well, you know, Devin had it," because exactly what you said is true as well. We never, we didn't get the the pleasure of seeing how that was going to play out right. with you two, right? Um, you know, and and there's a lot of people that could say, "Hey, we've seen it before. You two could have hauled off in there and taken each other out, and third could end yeah, up winning. Very well could have happened. So, sure. so, and not saying either one of you were race dirty, but right, racing no. incident. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to say right off the bat, you know, knowing you were coming on, congrats, man. Very deserving. I was very thanks. excited to see you in victory lane that night. Yeah, thanks. And, that, and like I said, that's what I said in the interview with Matt. I mean, we, we I think we all know Devin probably had it under control. But, you know, that's like after we were talking. I mean, yeah, it was cool to win the race and everything. But like you just said, putting ourselves in a position to be running second, um, you know, a lot of people win races that way, just Don't being up front. Week after week, we've been working hard on our stuff, um, and it worked out this time. I mean, you guys have came a long way this year from week one to yeah. to now. I mean, definite improvement with you know car setup. And I think every time you get in the car, you improve more and more and more and more. I, you know, I, I really do think that. Well, so. thank you. And you know, I think there there was a turning point right after that uh, that flow race, the Larson one. Yeah, man, that was bad. <laughs> and Devin said the same thing. He was bad. And we went to work, man. And I think we both found a little something that week. He's going out and winning races all over the place right now mm-hmm. and running very well. Yes. And, you know, I've picked – as a local, I've picked up my game, I feel like, running our top two or three every night for the most part. So, yeah, I think we both both stepped our games up. Now, you, you have a relationship with, with Jonathan Davenport, too. Has he brought in some help with you on that also? Yeah. I mean, for sure, man. And I've actually gotten really close to that team. Um, and now that they got, you know, Vinny and Jason and Clint and JD and, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, we, man, uh, they, they, they've got an open notebook for me. I'm very, very fortunate to have that and to have that kind of connection and that Longhorn connection. Yeah. And it's all because of them. You're used to probably up until this year, honestly. Um, I was just kind of, to the Longhorn guys, I was just kind of connected to, to, to Jason and the 49 team. And then now this year, it seems like they're more open with me. They've kind of took me in as one of their own now. You That's know? great. So it's it's pretty cool. It's real good. Yeah. Because he's a good one to have on your side. You know, yeah. He, he kind of knows his way around some racetracks. For too. sure, man. Yeah, for sure. And I can I can ask him stuff, and I can ask, you know, Jason. And then now I've, I've created this relationship with Vinny here recently also, you know, and uh, – looking forward to what's coming here in the future you know we i've got a new car on order awesome. um you know and uh i don't know where i'm going to be at in the shot game right now um there's there's talks of switching some stuff up maybe maybe not um but yeah i mean the got a good engine you know what i mean and i got you know 
some good sponsors behind me helping me out um you know you know kevin fleetwood's been helping me a ton um and i'm able to do some of this stuff because of him it's right and uh so yeah man it, the the future is very bright as far as feeling like i have the right equipment and i just it's my job to make it work very cool so i want to ask you this too going back to that flow race because i know like you said both you and Devin obviously we're not where you wanted to be at right that day. right right does it make it even tougher though i mean and we all know the tear that larson is on right now oh yeah is it harder to look at that and go man i'm that far away from where he was that night like you know you weren't running well but he came in and just made it look like child's play to be able to run Brownstown Speedway, and it's not that easy. No. We, I mean, no, we've talked yeah. to a lot of drivers that have said how difficult it is running Brownstown. In four laps, Larson looked like he'd been there his whole life. Right, yeah, and I think I think you said it exactly right. And I, I think, you know, myself, and obviously Devin did too, we kind of took it as a kick in the nuts, to be honest yeah. with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we went to work, Yeah, you know. And, you know, even not just Larson, we were, you know, a lot of guys come in here, and they, they'll show you where you're at real quick. And uh, what you need to be doing. So, um, so yeah, man, I, I took it. I took it as a, a gut shot. A wake up, you suck, and uh, <laughs> it's time to pick up your game. And and we all need those at some point. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I mean, that's yeah. why. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. Um, you're in really good company with who Kyle Larson has, has put a gut <laughs> shot on this right this yeah. last no, year it, and a half. <laughs> it's just it's kind of showed you, like you just said, it, it showed us how far off we really were, <laughs> because you know. I know what Larson's got in a race car for the most part. And I'm not that far off as far as, you know, the, the equipment he's got. Mm-hmm. He might have a ton or more resources than I have. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean it like that. But just the basic race car. And then for him to go out there and do that, and you're like, all right, well, not every bit of this is the is the car. You, you got to, you know, get on the wheel, man. You know, t- you know. You got to do what you got to do. And I think I think that's a, a great perspective that you just threw out there because there, there is two ways to look at it. And I think there's a lot of times guys in racing can get down and say, man, it's never going to happen. It's mm-hmm. just never going to happen. I can't. But but to look at it as, hey, you know what? I can't get comfortable. And yeah. I think that's something that happens mm-hmm. to guys, too. Like, man, I'm at Brownstown a lot. This is my home track. I'm used to it. I, I can run good here. To look at that and go, all right, I can get better. Yeah. For sure. I gotta figure this out. I got For sure. better car set up. I gotta get up on the wheel. I, I got to make myself better. And I think that's an amazing perspective to come out of that with. Yeah. All right, let's jump right into it because I know off air we, we kind of start that's talking why. about this. I was hoping and he's gonna go there. We, we're, we're gonna get into <laughs> it, but um you know, you, you came right in and said, Hey man, you know what I'm 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 tired of some rumors that are yeah. going around and you know, we're, we're going to build some suspense here because those people listening probably have no idea where we're going to go with the rumor right, game right. in the world of racing. But There's uh, rumors in racing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard uh, that. <laughs> that's what everybody's sitting at home right now trying to get back to Facebook to scroll through to figure yeah. out what we're going to get what, ready to talk about. What rumor are we about. talking about tonight? Right. But it is the rumor that, and you're exactly right, it goes around yearly that Jim Price and Brownstown Speedway are going to quit running super late model races outside of the the big sanctioned shows. They're not going to run a weekly series with super late models. And uh, you wanted to you wanted to make a point here tonight, so I'm yeah. going to throw it to you. So yeah, I was on the way over here, and I, I hear this every year, especially since I started moving up to supers. I've I've heard this every year. You know, Jim's going to going to cut the super races, You're just going to run specials, whatever the case may be. So I on the way over here, I'm like, all right, I got a little bit of a platform here 
So I just picked up the phone and called Jim and I said, what's up? What are you going to do? Are you cutting races? Are you adding races? What are you doing? And he said, no, I'm, I, it's going to be at least the same. He said, I want to run more super races than what we're running. And, you know, when I told him, I was going to give him a shout out, man. I don't know if everybody noticed this or not. We've not ran for a regular show this year. Even the couple regular shows we've got in, Jim's upped it to 2,000 to win. So, you know, the, which is, you know, I've appreciated a lot. And so I just wanted to knock that one out of the park, get it, get it out there and say, you know, he comes straight from the horse's mouth, no rumors. I picked up the phone and called him and said, what are you going to do? And he says he wants to run as many or more super races. So, And, and I, I think you're exactly right with – even if next year there isn't more, I think that he has a plan in the future. If he can get support from drivers, he wants to see these super shows grow. And and guys, man, if you're listening, you and I appreciate the shout out you just gave him because Jim doesn't get enough credit a lot right. of times. Yes. And and you know they don't notice that they're always critical when something goes wrong, but they Absolutely. don't notice when he you know when he does things like up the purse, but. Guys, if you'll support him, there aren't many tracks willing to do what he's willing to do with Super Late Models right now. Right. <clears throat> On a local and regional level, support him, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is going to be a place you can race and not have to drive hours upon hours to, to run for good money. Right. Yeah. I mean, and like I told you before, if you're looking to run 40, 50, 30 races a year, Supers is probably not where you need to be. There's just a lot of traveling involved to do that. But when you're a guy like me that wants to run 15, 20 races a year, that's a lot, especially, you know, I've I'm, got a wife, a kid, and six weeks from having my second kid. And we got a lot on my plate, full-time job and everything else. Man, 15, 15 20 races, that's pretty, pretty awesome. And, you know, last year, if I remember right, I could be off. But if I remember right, last year he had 14 races for super scheduled. This year it was 17. We've had a ton of them rain out. Yeah, it seemed like every. You guys have had the worst luck on the calendar. We've had all of our twos and fives and all this stuff rained out. So, excuse me. So yeah, I mean, so if you, I, I think, and I did it, and you know, I would talk to anybody that wanted you can get a hold of me or whatever. If you have questions about moving up or scared of it or whatever you want to do, I'll be glad to help. I've done it for a few. I try. It's just you got to give back to the sport you can't always take from it so there's there's been some guys that i've i've talked to i've helped and it, it's it's not as big of a jump as you think the purse is way better without a doubt there's a lot more money to run for a lot more to keep you going mm-hmm. to go for you know you know uh, go over to whatever a ten thousand to win race and they put all the car you know 22 24 cars you're taking on 500 bucks that's basically a win in in other stuff yeah so that's why I did it. It kind of got – I got to the point to where, me personally, um, at the time, racing was getting stagnant, and I was kind of not having a lot of fun, and it was time to do something. So, and then, you know, my wife and I sit down. We're like, we're running 12, 14 races a year. Everywhere we go to, we're, we're running with the Supers. They're running for twice the money. Let's do it. And it's, it's worked out for us. Well, I think one thing, too, there, when you talk about – the financial commitment and and if you're wanting to go run 40 and 50 races a year you also got to consider 
there's costs to go run oh, 40 yeah. or 50 yeah. races a year. You know, sure. the fuel to pull wherever you're going, the getting into the race, the pits, the all of that stuff adds up. The eating out. I mean, you're going to go oh, to a yeah. restaurant somewhere if you travel. So, so some, and I get we all want to, there are people that want to race as much as they absolutely can. But some drivers, if you looked at your full program and budget and narrowed it down to 20 or 25 races, you might be able to afford to get into a super and run for more money if you cut out the extra 15 races you're running right now that mm -hmm. you're just chasing. Yeah, and then like I said earlier, I mean, if if you want to go buy all new stuff, yeah, it's probably not a very good idea. But if you're okay with running a year-old car, you know, a, an engine that's got a couple freshens on it, which is what I have, I'm, and you know, I bought a, a new a new chassis and stuff and built up from there. But you know, if 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 you're willing, you're basically some of these guys are spending way more money running less times and for half the purse. And I'm scratching my head. And then when you talk to them, like, oh, late models are too expensive. They can be. Yeah. They don't have to be. You don't have to. You know, it's just it's all about how you, how, like you said, how you budget it. You know, just be smart about it. Plan ahead. It's really, man, I've had a blast, and I'm very glad I did it, put it that way. And don't you think, too, and, and you may totally disagree with this, but don't you think, too, that there's kind of a, an idea. I don't even know if some drivers realize, like you just said, 17 super races. I don't even know if some drivers even realize how many super races are at Brownstown that aren't Lucas Oil coming in or right. that aren't a special race because – I think sometimes they think oh yeah great i i move up to supers and i got a battle with lucas oil every time they come in and their unlimited resources and that guy but that's only twice a year that's not yeah. but that's yeah. what i mean i don't think some drivers realize how often we have super late models at brownstown that it's not a sanctioned race right. and you've got a great field of local and regional guys to race with yeah for sure man and then you know circle city has become yeah. It's it's not there yet. I think we all know that it, it needs some work, but I think they're going to get there. They're, I do too. I mean, I think that's going to be a pretty cool little racetrack when they get it figured out. And I've heard some adjustments, you know, being made for next year that that could really I figured it would be really know, boost sure. that place. But yeah, I mean, so I've been up there two or three times or whatever it is. But every time they have one, it's been five five thousand five hundred bucks. So it's worth a five hundred dollar trip to go up there. You're getting paid five hundred bucks, pretty much, to make the show. I mean. Even the World of Outlaw race, I mean, I think they had, what, 32 cars maybe? I think you're right, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of room to make the show, and I, I was fortunate enough to be able to make the show, made the 1000 bucks, come home. And, 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 again, that's where, you know, if you're living in this area, that's a great point. I mean, if you're that, you know, Bedford, Bloomington, North Vernon, Seymour area, you got Brownstown, you got, you got you know, Circle City, Within an hour drive, basically, from anywhere you're going to be at, yeah. you can't beat those opportunities. No, yeah. Like, and like I said, there's – and they're, they're starting to finally, as far as promoters, get together and not not schedule on top of each other ah, so yes, much. Yes. And I think they finally realized they had to. Yes, there's only so many cars. There's only so many cars to go around, right? So, and there's not near as many as there used to be. No, exactly right. You know, there's not a math equation. The more you split them, you end up with more. Like <laughs> yeah. I've never understood that yes. in promoters' mind. We're gonna run on top of each other, but more people end up showing up. No, there's there's 35 race cars. You're gonna yeah. end up with 15 and 20 somewhere. Right. right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, like Florence, um, 
Raven went to Moeller this year. I've ne- I'd never been there. It's just so hard to get away on a Friday. Um, but, yeah, you got, you got Moeller and Florence and Circle City and Brownstown and Richmond, Kentucky. And, yeah. You know, Lake Cumberland. I mean, they're all within, for me, three hours at the most, you know. So, the, you can race. I mean, it's – you can race as much as you want. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think some other people noticed what you noticed with, with Brownstown this year with the regular shows weren't regular shows. You know, when Lanigan was showing up on our this weekly show, yeah. you know, and, you know, Scott James was showing up. It's like, okay, these are guys that kind of travel around. A lot of times they run more Florence area than they ever come to Brownstown. And when they were showing up with this, as I'm thinking – yeah, they're seeing what you were seeing. Yeah, hey, he's throwing a little extra money out there, and he's throwing a little extra money out there. And and I think you're around Brownstown, we kind of get a little spoiled as far as track conditions because you get out and race, and it's not as nice. I mean, we all can kind of complain about bumpy or whatever, but we get out and race a little bit more. We're, like Zach Dom said, we we've got one of, if not the best racetrack in the country. It's it's not super fast. It's fast, but it's not super fast where you you, you can have a wreck and not just wipe out your bank account right you know and so yeah i mean it's it's been been a good deal and it's it seems to be building a little bit uh, sometimes like and like I, I wanted to bring on here you know racing rumors can kill a lot of things so let's <laughs> it's august let's knock them out of the park get them out of the way it's not true and man i hope a couple guys move up over the winter well me and dustin said a hundred times that our fans sometimes are our worst enemies too because they hear a rumor and they run with it and social media oh, and yeah. you know we, we always got to protect that thing we love so much exactly. you know we get angry out on saturday night sometimes but we still got to protect it absolutely you know yeah, that's like i said you got to give back oh yeah you got to get back to the sport you can't it, just always take from it. you coming in you know tonight letting know you you talk to jim and, they, yeah. and it's not another rumor i mean you brought fact yeah. you know to the show and yeah. this is what's going to happen so and, and can I just say real quick and and how much i appreciate what you did and for for other drivers out there stuff call jim yeah he he's he will he'll give you the truth of the answer whether you want to hear it or not yeah whether (laughs) you're that's a great point yeah yeah Yeah, you may not like the answer you get but he's going to give you an honest answer just call him yeah yeah and and and, you know he'll he'll tell you what you what what the truth is and and go from there but instead of just spreading rumors and and you know what's going on just pick up the phone and call it for sure for sure I do got to say, Alan Magner uh, just typed in here and said, Jared is an awesome racer. And, and I, I just, <laughs> speaking of rumors, um, I, I don't want to get into all of it, but I, I saw a post today from Brown County. And I, I just got to say that this lady in Brown County worried about race sponsorships and how they all work out. I, she needs to stay in her lane and go back to making glass hummingbirds or whatever <laughs> she does up there. But uh, so, Alan, uh, if you're still listening, man, uh, nothing but support for you and uh, Magna Racing. So just wanted to throw that out there. I guess you're going to have to explain that. I, I'm lost. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up afterwards. There's a little that. letter to the editor in the Brown County newspaper. Oh, so, oh okay. okay. Somebody who obviously has no idea about racing and how things work, and uh, yeah, gotcha. she—I I would assume she probably is on you know the street in Nashville making glass hummingbirds or something. So <laughs> she probably should stay in that lane. Um, well, Jared, you brought up you had some good sponsors. You go ahead and get them out there, you know, real quick, and we'll let you do it again at the end of the, of the show here. too. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. It's easier to do it like this that way. I don't miss somebody. <laughs> but yeah, so. You know, like I said, you know, Kevin at Karen's Vineyard and Winery, he's, you know, we've, we've worked really well together in the mods and 
and on the late model side and everything. And, you know, on to go a little bit further than that, you know, he's he has been trying to get and trying to give back also to the racers. He's been trying to get parts in and stuff. You know, he's an elite chassis dealer. Um, now he's a base fuel dealer. He's got aluminum sheets of aluminum to sell parts i mean he's trying to build a little something there you know that's cool and uh we've been working together on some of that stuff trying to build from there so if you guys are needing any parts or anything like that you know he is there um there's something he's building on and i think i think he's he just got the heart into racing and wants to wants to do that as, as something for him retired and so that's, cool. that's pretty cool there to help everybody and uh so yeah jason durham motorsports man what that guy does for me there's no way i could do what i do without him it's it's, a, it's he's a big big deal man and he's a become like family to us so that's pretty cool to have him you know scott clippinger at nfp you know printworks steve at cs prototyping uh <laughs> yes tyler um fleetwood and sons lawn care you know rock that helps me um wnr lawn care uh, Todd uh, Burns up at SSI Motorsports, uh, Mason Bondi's Pizzeria, the Bluebird Cafe, you know, there in Valonia. They've been on my car for a long time, and it's pretty cool to have them around. I, li- I like having them on. They're, they're good guys. Uh, One of the best places oh, for yeah. a cold beverage. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's just a unique joint, man. That's yeah. what that is. That's yeah. yeah, we kind of become friends through that deal. That's pretty cool, just always having them on the car. So, uh, you know, Weemuller Express, uh, Chase Cummings at Steel's Barbershop. That's a new one this year, man. He's been pretty cool, just trying to get out there. Uh, Derek Gehring Enterprises, which not a lot of people around this area know Derek. You know, he's uh, Tyler Millwood's brother-in-law. Pretty cool guy, man. We made friends with him and stuff. So, yeah, Willis Carburetors, Longhorn Chassis, Travis Kern Racing Engines, Coronet Racing Engines. Um, you know, who's your tires? My crew guys, man. You know, my buddy, I don't You've probably seen him around here the last couple of years. He's really stepped up, uh, Mark. Campbell's his name. We call him Bama, and you talk to him. You'll see the accent. He's from Alabama, so it's pretty cool, you know. Rock, my cousin Rob, um, and then of course my family. I put this on pretty much every post I post on something, you know. My wife puts up with a lot of shit when it comes to this racing. Right on. And uh, I'm very appreciative of that. We I spend a lot of time in the week, during the week in the shop. Don't come in till late, um, and it, she could be a lot more pain in the ass and. <laughs> so I appreciate her letting me do that. You know, my daughter, she, man, she loves racing. It's so cool. She, you ask her if she wants to go racing, her arms go up. Yay, racing. So it's, 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 it's been a lot of fun, man, especially this year. For some reason, this year has been a lot of fun. So hopefully we just keep building on to that. Good deal. Well, Jeremy Owens asking a question, so I'm going to throw it out there. He says, aspirations to run the world. No. No. Um, <laughs> same. I'll tell you the same thing. When everybody asked me why I wasn't at Florence at the North South, know your weight class, know your fighting, and I'm not stupid. I know where I need to be. In the North South, isn't it? The world, don't get me wrong, I'd love to run the World 100 um, just to be a part of it one time. But I mean, I'll be over there uh, helping Davenport and stuff. Um, it'd be fun, but. That kind of is one of the like you said, stay in your lane, know where you're, know where you need to be, and Eldora is not it. So you know what, and I, I gotta, I gotta say this again about you, and I, I, I honestly, I appreciate this so much about your personality and the way you view things. But you know, there are so many guys that 
that want to want to put themselves try to make themselves bigger than what they are. Mm-hmm. And, and and this is not a knock on you at all. You're a hell of a race car driver and Thanks. a lot of a lot of good things going. But but not going over there tearing your stuff up. Not going over there and, and costing you money. And agreed. I think any driver's dream would be to be in the world 100. There's oh, no doubt yeah. about it. But I love how you put that. Know your weight class, man. Don't <laughs> don't go pick a fight with Tyson right exactly. off the bat, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and I, I just appreciate that. And it, it's it's so many drivers I think would be afraid to say that because they would feel like oh, I'm quitting or I'm putting myself down. But no, man, it, it doesn't take anything away from the success you've had or what you've been able to do. Um, there are a lot of great fighters that couldn't step in the ring with Tyson too. Right, right, for sure. <laughs> Have you ever considered like the Johnny Appleseed or the Baltus Classic or you know something I, like that? I went over there once to. What's the one they have in May? I think I went over Apple there. Appleseed, yeah, Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, and it's a beast now. I mean, <laughs> especially I'd been over in the mods, and it was fun. I had you know a lot of fun in the mods, and went over in the late models. And you know, Don O'Neill said one, told me once, if you don't get out huffing and puffing and want a cigarette, you didn't go hard enough. And I know <laughs> I, now I understand <laughs> what he meant by that. <laughs> that that's one of those quotes you just have to experience. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> You don't yeah, understand sure. it till you're there. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's so that, that track races you pretty much, huh? It's 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 a beast, man. It's it's Eldora. You know what I mean? It's, right on. It's, oh, yeah. It has its legacy for a reason. And Very it, cool. And uh, you know, I've been going over there. The uh, last time I went over there was when Davenport won the world. Uh, it was at 19, I think, uh, with all this COVID crap, and. Uh, but yeah, man, he that that guy's got a knack for that place. I don't know what it is. They don't bother. I'm I'm not joking. We were standing there, whatever night it was Friday night, I think maybe. And me and him and McCready were standing up on turn three because they were parked up on the hill. And we were standing up there, and I was standing there talking to Davenport, and he's like, he's going out late to qualify. And he's like, I think it need to be about a fifteen six to start. You know, the way they invert everything. He's like, I think I need to be about a fifteen six. He walked right over there, got in the car, went right down there, rolled right up there, first lap, ran a 15-6, and just stopped the second lap. I'm like, how do you do <laughs> No, your weight class, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, <laughs> and I'm going to go back to, again, even with the, the amazing run Kyle Larson has had, and he's figured out everywhere else. But there. But yeah. there in a the late model. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, he, got, he picked up the Kings Royal win there in the yeah. sprint car, but – you know, and he would be the first to admit. I mean, I love it still. The NASCAR All Star Race. Where he says, "Thank God Brandon Overton wasn't here because I, I couldn't run <laughs> yeah, with it." Yeah, but, yeah. but I mean, that's the amount of respect that place has. But you're exactly right. The guys that figured out, you know, Bloomquist in his heyday, Davenport, they just understand that place, and it's it's a mixture of just fearlessness mm-hmm. and and raw talent. I mean, to be honest, yeah. it, it's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's 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 crazy what they can do over there. And I just remember they, they rolled out for the feature, and uh, I started heading back because I'm heading home, right? And as soon as the race is over, about lap 90, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it, and he's leading. And I'm like, gosh dang it! It's about lap 92. I'm like, well, he's gonna win this daggone thing. So I go run over to the bar, and get it's a few beers, throw them in my backpack, down over the hill I go, and I wouldn't get my picture taken with them. My buddy Tyler Brashears, he you know he was the tire guy. He just texted me, if you want to call in, I guess you can. Um, <laughs> but he's like, "Come on, get a picture," and I'm like, "Nah, I'm good." You know, I just like being being a part of it, and you know that was a big deal for them guys. So yeah, it was pretty cool just to be there and be a, help them be a part of it and help Tyler, and it was a lot of fun. 
Yeah. So I think you didn't go home that night. I did. I did. I, I drank a couple beers with him, hung out, and uh, then I tracked home. Yep. Er, early the next morning then. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> late, 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 late. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I didn't get – I was planning on being home. I can't remember. Like, I thought, like, if I get out of here, I can be home by, like, 2.30, I think. And I seen the sun come up. Yeah, yeah right sure. on. Yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, those, <laughs> those are mornings when you get home and you've – You've got all these great ideas, like I'll get home and I'll I'm on that for a little bit and I'll get something done. And yeah, the productivity is never, <laughs> never yeah, good, sure. never sure. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember the first world Dustin went with me to. You know, we we camped, so we knew we were going to sleep Saturday night sometime, and we got up kind of early to try to come home. And I don't think neither one of us wanted to get out of bed mm-hmm. when we did. You know, it was like oh no. my gosh, yeah, no, it was no, yeah, <laughs> that place just. Uh, brings the best out in you yeah you know? for sure <laughs> the best the worst and, yeah. and everything in between seen a lot of stuff over <laughs> yeah it, it is um it's a dirt racing walt disney world there oh, is no yes. doubt yeah 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 <laughs> uh but so you know t- kind of talking on that though and you know kind of stay you know you as you said know your weight class where is somewhere though that you've not been yet that that really you you're you're wanting to to give it a shot the one i'm dying to go to um and i don't think it's going to happen is east bay before it closes i'm dying to go there my cousin lives like six miles away so we fly in go stay with him he's got a a big old house and uh, we stay with him and i go to the race man i don't leave i don't leave till like 5 30 to go over there i mean he's that close right so that's gonna suck when that goes away but um see i've never been to east bay and and i hate that it's going away it's just pretty cool. and i've not been to i don't think i've been to any other tracks in in florida except east bay because i have that yeah it's one yeah. yeah but um well volusia county ain't no slouch either that's pretty yeah, you but, know and i and volusia's probably the same way but boy when you walk step out on a racetrack and stuff and you see like seashells and stuff in the <laughs> yeah, in the dirt yeah. and it's the, the place is pretty cool hard to believe the tampa landfills right behind that racetrack right. isn't it? i mean because yeah. that racetrack is beyond cool it is really cool and then you realize okay the whole landfill's right back over here behind here <laughs> and that it and didn't the city bought it to increase the size of the landfill yeah that's correct? why that's east bay's going away is because yeah. of the landfill what a i think so i got like three seasons left or something yeah like that. yeah it's not very much yeah. what a crime yeah definitely mm-hmm. for sure no east bay would be pretty cool that's yeah. and that's it's small enough i feel like i could, might be able to compete there you know what i mean um, and it's and, it, and if you go down there for speed weeks, it's so early. So many guys yeah. are still figuring things out too. For sure, you know? and, you know, I've mm-hmm. heard a lot of people say take your last year's stuff down there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, you see why they tear up a lot of stuff down there because it's but bucket list is probably not going to happen. But at least I got to go there a bunch, and hang out, and be close to it. So that's awesome. Anywhere else? Oh man. Uh, I fifty five. No, really. I fifty five. That's that's up there on the list. Huh. They say that's a mini Eldora. Oh, really? Yeah. And I watched a video from I think Summer Nationals race. Uh, a mutual friend of mine, Darren Klein, runs over a lot, wins a lot of races over there. And uh, man, it looked fast. It looked fast, really fast. In that video I watched, I just think it'd be cool to go check that one out. Hmm. That's, Pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go this direction because you know I've I've got two two little boys as well and obviously you with your daughter. What's it like? I, I mean I know my seven year old loves it. 
but my three-year-old is I, I think it's if I could understand what a true drug addict feels like, I think that's where my three year old is. Yeah. I mean, he thinks that there's nothing cooler than than the racetrack. And what's it like being a dad, you know, going out there and doing that, knowing your little girl is that excited when you go to the racetrack? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, man. Um, and my wife, a lot of times she'll she'll do the phone video, right? And you hear "Go, Daddy, go!" and "Go, go faster, faster!" You know, it's just pretty cool to to to, to do something like that. And uh, having a little one that that's that even she's two, right? And so it's pretty cool that she's she's that into it. Probably won't be later on, right? I'm realist. <laughs> girls and little girls ain't gonna be that much into it. right now i'm having a she'll either be totally ate up with it <laughs> yeah. or she'll, she'll lose right interest right so like right now we, we do it as a family man we really that's, do i mean that's why i bought that little toter that i've got is because we knew we were wanting to have kids um we knew we wanted them there to be a part of it with me um and so that's like i said like i told when i was talking earlier my wife and i sat down in 2015 and said what are we going to do here you know we, we just got married and you know, racing was become stagnant, not a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Let's do something. And she's she was all in, you know. Let's go late model racing. Um, let's let's find us a toter, a small one. Don't have to be no big fancy, you know. So so when I have kids, you know, I can get in the air and sit on the couch, and it's just what we've done, man. And it's been a lot of fun. Now, did your wife come from a racing family? Or did you introduce? Not. Oh, you introduced Our her all that. Our first date was at Bloomington Speedway. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> she brought her uh, two sisters up, and uh, I think – I don't want to step on my – Trent, my cousin Trent, he's he's my statistician. He knows everything. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was my first night at Bloomington in a Larry Shaw car. And I went up there to try it out. And, uh, yeah, she met me up there, and – and it's been over 13 years later and wow. here we are so so she must have liked racing then huh? apparently <laughs> i don't think she, i think she's like most most racers wives she don't necessarily love all the hours you spend mm-hmm. during the week out of the house um but she under but she also understands that's what it takes to be good on saturday yeah and she don't want me wasting her time on saturday you know what i mean if we're it, gonna do this do it right yeah that's one of the best ways i've heard things put and with all the craziness that i get into with my wife and the stuff that we get involved with and you know i there's no doubt i think there's days that she probably wakes up and thinks god why didn't we just buy a boat and go to the lake (laughs) on saturday afternoons like why why do we gotta have a t-shirt shop and a a freaking (laughs) (laughs) broadcast deal and all this stuff that you do but she also on the flip side even though i know that thought has probably been in the back of her head she also wouldn't want me to do anything but give my absolute most to it if we're gonna Mm -hmm. do it we gotta go and and so i know there's times she probably wants to look at me and say you gotta quit (laughs) but she also knows that this is this who i am and we get we just we're gonna throw everything we can at it so it's pretty amazing that's when you just get the image up at the racetrack too yeah that that was a good play that was a good play and and i've (laughs) I've drafted the wife every now and then to sell merchandise. Uh, she does a lot better selling merchandise than me and bowling's ugly mugs in the trailer. So yeah, that that was my song point. Hey, they need someone to hang up lineups. You, you interested? You know. 
So before we, I mean, we are at, we're, we're 45 minutes in right now. And, um, but I do want to say again, you know, and I know you kind of touched on them, your, your sponsors, but mm-hmm. talk about those guys a little bit more that, that are your crew guys and just what they put in and, and the time and effort and how they help you get to the racetrack. Yeah, absolutely, man. I've been very fortunate. You know, I've had Trent and Robin for a lot of years, um, help me a ton. I've been very, very fortunate. It seems like someone's always there when I need him, um, you know. And then when Trent stepped away to go do his own thing, which I was – there's some rumors out there that, I, you know, how we were all mad and everything. Man, I was never more than 100% behind him, sold him my car, whatever you need, man. I, You know, I understand. Go do it. So – Isn't that – not to interrupt you, but – No, go ahead. Again, going back to rumors, isn't it amazing how – those that somebody who has no idea what the situation was comes up with this idea that yeah you're on bad terms yeah i mean yeah just just because you know and even in racing in general just because you might split with some sponsor or whatever it doesn't doesn't mean that that. you know i've i've had for example i'll just give you an example you know steve water he stepped off my car for a little bit did his own thing picked up the phone called me back said hey man i want the back on the nose of the car you know what i mean it's just it's everybody everybody has their own lane right and you got to stay yeah. in it so if you got to do whatever you've got to do and if you get too high or too low on those kind of things right. you'll never make it just right, right yeah. roll with it it's yeah, all good for sure so going back to the help um you know when, when trent and robin stepped away and did their own thing uh my dad's buddy rock fleetwood um, he stepped up and really came over he was there all the time um helped me out a ton and then uh one day we went to florence uh, in 2019, I believe it was, uh, September of 2019, um, Rock couldn't go. And I'm like, man, this is probably going to be my last race. Um, I really like to go down there, so I hit a couple guys up at work. And it's, you know, my buddy Bama and my other buddy Jackie was there. And they'd been around some drag stuff and maybe some tractor stuff, tractor pulling stuff. So they they mechanically inclined. So I'm like, can you guys come help me? <laughs> I just, just, if you can take care of tires and fuel, I'll take care of the rest. If you can just help me do that. And then we rolled in there and we daggum won a daggum race. So I got Bama locked in right then and there, right? Like he's, Victory he's, lane first sign I'm in, baby. Yeah, so and he man, he's been a ton of help. Um we, we've really we've really feel like we've gelled this this year. Um and I told him that not very long ago. I feel like this year we really gelled. I think that the results are starting to show on the racetrack, you know. Oh yeah. That that everything's pretty good in my little pit area. Um I'm very happy with how things are going uh, and where they're at, man. I'm pretty happy. My cousin, Rob, he comes down, Rob Cummings, he comes, uh, he comes to the racetrack, changes tires, helps us out, you know, does that kind of stuff. So, you know, I have some family and cousins and Caden and they, they show up and help every now and then, man. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just, like I said, I just, it's, you got to keep it a hobby, right? Yeah. It's gotta be fun. Like me and Magna were talking about just this week, man. He's like, I've not raced that much. I've got some family stuff going on, and I had to had to do that stuff, and it you know trumped racing them. And I texted him back something along the lines of, you know, this is a hobby. You got to keep it that way and keep it fun. So it, it can beat you up hard. You yeah. know, and and that's that's another thing you you, you bring up Alan Magner, and it's what I love about him. I know we had had plans of having him on the uh, Royal Purple Pre Race Show, mm-hmm. and. It got rained out. Actually, no. He actually got behind a wreck the weekend that we were supposed to have him on, and and he got to the track at the last minute, and you know then he had to take some time off. I remember him calling me. He's like, "Man, I'm sorry. You know, I want to come on." I'm like, 
Max, you're good, man. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. we're cool. I, I, I want to have you on whenever you have the, the time, but I get it, man. And, and you're exactly right. When you can't put family first, yeah. you, you've got this thing all out of whack. So, yeah, uh, yeah or Magner is just one of those guys that's great, great guy. Yeah, for sure. And I've, I feel like I've kind of maybe surrounded myself with a lot of good people, man. And I've had a lot of fun. And, and this, like I said, this deal with Kevin and Jared Fleetwood that I'm working on, or that we're we are doing, it's not working on. We're doing it, you know. I've been kind of mentoring him a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been a lot of fun. The, you know, I feel like I've taught him some stuff. They've taught me some stuff. They're really good people. They're just really good people. So it's been a lot of fun. You know, and it's and it's amazing. It's always love when drivers get the chance to talk about those crew guys because, again, I think when you sit in the stands and you know who the driver is and you might know a couple of their crew guys, a lot of times you don't realize how many people's time and hands go into, it, especially a successful race team. For sure. And, you know, I even think uh, Bama's wife in, in Victory Lane, you know, you've got – you got to be appreciative of all this stuff. He puts a ton of time. He comes to the house two, three, four times a week, sometimes five if we're crashed out or wrecked up, tore up, whatever. And, man, you know, she could just say, nope. You know, I'm going to make – that ain't going to work. But, you know, the, you just – that's what, I, what I, I, I've what learned here lately. Not lately, the last couple of years. you got to give you got to give back. You can't just take, 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 take all the time. And if you end back. up in the race shop, it's never – I'm going to quit at nine because – Right. You look up at nine. It's like okay, let me try ten. Let me try eleven. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I, I got to get this yeah. finished. If and I get I out think, at midnight, yeah. I'm gonna be happy. I mean, you know. Yeah, and that's that, that's something that, that that Bama he he does grasp, and I appreciate that. You know, he he doesn't have kids in the house and all that stuff. You know, he's he's fifty five six years old, something in that range, and you know he he understands this need done. It just does. It doesn't matter how many days it takes, how much time it takes. This is this need done, and that's what we got to do this week, you know. So, and it's showing on a racetrack, mm-hmm. man. It really is. I think so too. So yeah. it's something I appreciate a lot. And you know, and I and I going back to what you said there, like if if the wife stepped in and said no, I mean, I think that's the thing where you've got that great perspective too. You could understand that if absolutely. she walked in tomorrow and said we're done. I mean, you can't get mad. You no, get it. Absolutely, man. But you know. but I think your appreciation of that and your understanding of that is what helps keep those guys around for you. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. And you know, you never can repay them enough. You know what no. I mean? So you know, that that gift card, whatever, the roadhouse, <laughs> or don't, at Christmas doesn't mean crap. I mean, it's you gotta you gotta you gotta show them, you know, how much you appreciate it and understand it. So yeah. Well, man, let's uh, let's roll your sponsors one more time, sure. Just to let them make sure we get them out there, yes, and uh, we will get ready to wrap up here. All right, man. Yeah. So, so like I said, Kevin Karen's Vineyard and Winery, Jason Durham Motorsports, Scott at NFP Printworks, uh, CS Prototyping, Fleetwood and Sons Lawn Care, W and R Lawn Care, uh, SSI Motorsports, Blondie's Pizzeria, Bluebird Cafe, We Miller Express, Chase Cummings at Steel's Barbershop, uh, Derek Gehring Enterprises. Willie's Carb, Longhorn Chassis, uh, Travis Kern Racing Engines, Cornet Racing Engines, uh, Hoosier Tires, and like I said, my, my guys, uh, Mark, Rob, Rob, everyone that help, helps us out. And like like I've said all night long, my wife, my, my daughter, um, man, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate. Hey, how do they get a hold of Kevin if, if they need want to get sheet metal or interested in an elite chassis or that? Right now, I mean, you, uh, 
I guess the easiest way is to get, if you need to get a hold of me, I can help you out or just stop by. I mean, he's a, he's pretty much there a lot. Um, or, you know, we can. You know, since you put him out there, I want to yeah, make sure there's a way to get a hold sure. of him. Man. You know, we can we can get him hooked. I'm pretty much connected about anybody in racing, right? And anybody can get a hold of me in five minutes. Yeah. Um, if you if you need to get a hold of me to get parts or whatever, we can get you. I'll send you his number. Whatever you want to do, you know, we'll we'll get you guys connected up. Awesome, Jerry. Before we take off, man, I and I mean this truly. Um, you know, we we've said it on here almost every episode. This is episode one twenty seven. Um, we we couldn't believe that people would actually want to come over here and talk to us uh, yeah. about racing, man. But uh, well, we had to bring you back because Isaac, yeah, would not let you talk when I you was, come on with him. I was yeah. terrified Rainy would show up or yeah. call in or something. Well, that's what we thought you were waiting outside for. Oh, was yeah, Isaac yeah, to pull in? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'd had to mute his mic so we could talk to you, but, um, but no, I mean this wholeheartedly, man. It, there's a lot of good guys in racing, and you're you're one of them. Thank and you, I appreciate, it. I, I think I, so too. You I know. appreciate the way you go about the sport, man, and uh, it excites me because I I love the sport, and to have guys like you that promote it and do it the right way, it, it's greatly appreciated. Thank you, yep. man. Appreciate it. All right, guys, and next week uh, we'll be back with uh, Indiana Late Model Series driver, um, some guy like P3 or something. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. Steve I'll, I'll something. I'll have to look to see who that guy is. Yeah, Steve something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really was trying to find somebody halfway decent to be a guest, but uh, we ended up with him. So uh, so he'll be here next week, um, you know, so yeah. we'll, we'll talk to him. Uh, but, no, Steve Peden will be our guest. Uh, <laughs> nothing but love to Steve. And uh, – He'll be on here. So join us next week. Thanks, guys.